check us out to hear the latest on life in the volunteer state. Yvonka and her guests discuss everything from life, love, and business with a Tennessee flair. It's a Tennessee thing! Always relatable, always relevant, and always a good time. This is Talking Tennessee, and now your host, Yvonka. Welcome back to Talking Tennessee with Yvonka, and I am your host, and we are back on the fifth episode of the six-week series of Financial Dynasty, and Adrian is about to break down all of the things her generation needs to know. Welcome back. Hey, y'all. Hey. Nice to be back. Oh, we love you. Oh, good. I'm yes. so glad. We're well, about to terrorize you, though. Why are you going to terrorize me? Ask me whatever it is that you feel like you need to know. Um, what do I need to know? Let's see. Um, why do y'all not know how to save money? <laughs> um, because my generation, honestly, we are in times now that we just, we like to spend it. We, we, we take it to the next level and I know everybody likes to spend money. Um, but we definitely take it to the extreme. You do wanting to have your... wanting to have the nicest, the biggest, the baddest, the nicest, the grandest, the grandest, whatever. Yeah, yeah, we do. We I do. mean, just like everything. Oh yeah, it's it's that. Okay, for the ones that don't know, if you've been on our Facebook Live or something like that, you've probably heard me say it that I do not. My age is what classifies me as a millennial, but my mindset is not. Okay. Let, let, let me just uh, clear that up. Um, <laughs> and the reason why I say that is because my generation, um, I hate to say it like this, but we act like hoodlums, okay? As in we, I mean them. Um, <laughs> hoodlum activity, okay? And we don't always, the mindset that we have as, you know, as a millennial whole, not the greatest. Um, me, on the other hand, I am 26, but I operate, and I've had people tell me this as well, I do not operate like a typical 26-year-old operates. Um, So that's why I say I'm a little bit different than my actual generation. Um, Because, and I've had to learn it too, but I thankfully learned it a lot sooner. The value of a dollar, the value of going to work. I started working when I was 14. Many of y'all have probably heard this story that I started working at Chick-fil-A. And when I started working there, my parents really did, you know, hold me accountable at my job. Um, And I even had bills when I first started working because even before I turned 16, um, you know, my parents had, had bought me a car and the insurance on the car, I had to pay half of it. Up until I turned 16. Once I turned 16, then I had to pay the full amount. So while I was at work, I had to take into account the hours that I was working to make sure I had money to pay, you know, for my insurance and any extracurricular things that I wanted. Then once I started, you know, getting older, of course, more bills came. And so I had to calculate to know what I'm working to be able to pay the bills that I have. Um, so for any of the parents out there, I would tell you that was one of the best things that I ever did. Chick-fil-A was a phenomenal, um, first job. Shout out to Chick-fil-A, shout out to Marshall Wilkins, 
phenomenal first job um, because they really do work with you. And my parents, like I said, held me accountable. My parents didn't let me just call out of work for anything. My parents never. It's call in. Call in, call That's out. what they call We have it. the biggest tip about that because I say one thing, she says another. But um, my parents didn't let me do that. My parents never called, uh, you know, the store to get me out of work. My parents never did that because they said, okay, this is your job. This is when they wanted you to come in and this is when you're supposed to work. Um, so I think if, you know, as parents, if more parents can get their children onto that, you know, there's no reason why a child cannot start working at 14 or 15 years old. 15 years old is perfect age. If there's jobs out there that will allow 14 like Chick-fil-A did, go for it. It's not going to hurt them. It's not. It really not. And they need responsibility. Yeah. And once you tell them about when you were going to try to work for us the year before. That is true. So I did try to work for my parents. My parents had a appraisal company, mortgage company, and um, at the time I was actually coming in here to help my dad and his appraisal company by just doing, you know, small data input and just kind of helping him with different files around his office. Um, well, <laughs> needless to say that did not work out because at the time I was 13 and I, I know one day that we all laugh about now I said, Oh, I've got to run to the bathroom. And I went and took a nap. And came back two hours later. And I had employees sitting in here thinking, well, okay, the boss's daughter is going to get to do whatever she wanted to do. So I had to prove a point to Adrian that that wasn't going to happen. She did. And like I said, I was 13. I was reckless. I mean, of course, at that time, you're not really, you know, taking responsibility. You're in your parents' office or whatever. So you're not really taking it as serious as you should, or at least I did not. I'll admit that. Um, so after that happened, shortly after is when I went and applied at Chick-fil-A. Um, and then when I applied, I was 13. Um, I waited till I turned 14 two weeks later and that's when they officially hired me. Um, so it was a transition because no, I could not work for mom and dad because I was not in the right mindset to be able to do that. Now, fast forward years later, um, we're in a family business and, and my parents are my partners. So, um, a lot of things have changed since then, A lot of mama. things have, but you had a lot of responsibility <laughs> and I shout out to Marshall because Marshall really taught you some things that you yeah. didn't want to take from me and your dad. So I thank God for him. Uh, Marshall is the Chick-fil-A owner of, uh, the Chick-fil-A at Overlook and Turkey Creek. So Marshall Wilkins, thank you. Thank Very you. Much. Um, we love Papa Marshall, but... Um, I think one thing, too, that you guys can take into account for all of my people out there that uh, whether you're in my generation, generation before me, however old you are, um, and even parents, you can tell your kids, too. The things that I learned in at Chick-fil-A, I apply to my jobs now. The customer service aspect, all that stuff, a lot of the stuff that I learned there, I was able to apply in my career. And then even how my parents started me out to start managing money, they started me so young so that now I can manage money better. And so I think the earlier that you can start your kids, my mom started Jaden at like seven, okay? Yeah. And Jaden's 10 now. Um, so Jaden's been saving money since then, whether it be birthday money, Christmas money, whatever, Jaden has been saving up and then he saves up and he can buy a game or, or whatever it is that he wants to buy. 
And Landis, like even down to Landis Apparel, uh, we, me and Adrian came together and started a company for Jaden, for Jaden to save some money from Landis Apparel, help us, you know, the back end to sell products for his college fund, you oh, know, yeah. that type thing. And so, like this summer, Jaden's going to do even more because now he's not in school. And Landis Apparel, that's your business. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's not me and Sissy's business. We have our business. But Jaden is going to pay for his college just like Adrian paid for hers. You know, uh, parents, if you teach your kids this way, uh, that's one way to teach them how to take care of themselves is help build your college fund. And one thing, too, I'm glad that you brought up college. So um, when it comes to college, okay, I know a lot of people out here, you know, people get student loans, people get all types of things. Let me tell you all something. The things that I've learned about money management over the years, okay, um, helped me to get to a point that now I am almost 27 years old and have zero debt. I have never used my, other than I have a, uh, I have one credit line that helps me build my credit. That's the only thing I've ever used. I've never taken out a loan. I've never do, I've never, none of that. Um, and the only way that I was able to do that was um, money management for one, because when it came out, I had scholarships and stuff whenever I first started college, but my dad got sick early in my my college career, okay? Um, And my mom, she was like, Adrian, you know, I know we had talked about, you know, trying to help you, but we just can't. Your dad's in the hospital. We're trying to recover. We just can't. And we felt horrible, but I mean... I think we need to feed each other before, you know, college. I mean, that's just being real talk. Uh, The mortgage business tanked, uh, the whole real estate business tanked in 2008, and we were affected, you know, and Adrian got affected by it because the money that we saved up for college, we had to spend on just life. Mm -hmm. And I can honestly say, and Mama, if I've never told you this, thank you for that because I know that was not easy for you to tell me. It wasn't. But it was the best thing she could have ever done for me. And the reason being is because now I'm set up in a better situation now um, to where I don't have to, I don't have to worry about paying that type of stuff back. I don't have to worry about all of that because I literally, between the scholarships that I applied for and got, you know, different scholarships that I got and just literally working my butt off, I was able to pay for my college even up until now I am now getting my master's and still no debt. I've literally busted my butt to make sure that I pay for it and not have to go into debt because student loans, y'all heard us in the past uh, episodes, student loans can tank you. Student loans and medical are the two things that can tank your credit quickly. And they're very, very harsh on credit. So um, take that into account. If you have the ability, and I'm not saying... You know, everyone, you know, may not have that situation, but I was in a situation just like most people that was like, I don't have the money to do this. What am I going to do? When my mama told me that I wasn't even in real estate yet. I was literally solely off of Chick-fil-A and, and Pier One and scholarships. I literally, y'all, I would stay up like countless hours of the night applying for scholarships and trying to get as any money that I could. I started out at a community college, so that that helped me. Anybody else that's wondering, that helps because it's a lot cheaper. Um, But 
I had to figure it out. But if yeah, I was not good exactly. with if I was not good with my money and I was careless with it, I would have ran out here and applied for every student loan there was. Like and most of us do. And a lot of people only, do. Yeah, yeah that's, a lot that's of people the do option it. that we had. Totally. But I did not want. I didn't want that option. I just didn't. I, you know, I I went so long without having. I just did not want to do that. And I'm like, let me just work, get scholarships. I would stay up literally all hours of the night applying for scholarships, talking to my college, seeing what scholarships I could apply for if I missed some. Um, to to my people out there, if you were in college, your um college somewhere has a list of scholarships that you can apply for ask for it literally go down the list see what applies to you and go down the list and start applying yes it's going to be you know take some time yes it's going to be a lot of effort that you have to put into it but it's going to be worth it your job is your job um chick-fil-a if you either get to 18 or work a certain amount of hours you get a scholarship from Chick-fil-A, whatever job that your child is at, or if you're listening and you're a millennial like me, if you're looking at jobs, ask your jobs, do they do a scholarship for college? Because That's a lot good. of, a lot That's of them actually good. do a lot of the fast food places actually do have scholarship uh, funds or programs or stuff that they give to students. So utilize those. But if you never ask, you'll you never, know. yeah, you'll never know. Yeah. And that's how we set up, and and that's why we wanted to do this episode to kind of gear more towards the kids and the people that are more of, you know, in my age bracket, because y'all, if we don't make these changes, we're going to go through the same type of stuff, and my mom has already told me, she's like, Adrian, I've went down that road of credit cards. A couple times, a a couple of times. She's like, I've told you the stories about, you know, me going through credit cards, running up, you know, department stores, stuff like y'all stop with the department store credit cards. If you cannot purchase it that day, you really don't need it. And you have to know. Just honest. Yeah. You just have to know that it's, it's your future and you want, you know, after you get whatever you swipe the card and, and then you get the item most of the time when you get home after you've used it a couple of times, honestly, you really and truly just figured out yourself, why did I buy that? Oh, yeah. And so that's why I say, you know, make sure that you choose wisely on what you purchase. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not telling you not to purchase things uh, that you like, but choose wisely of what you what you like. Yeah. Um, And then, you know, pride yourself in whatever you do buy. Let it count. Make it count. Mm -hmm. And y'all... Let me just say, I believe me, I'm just going to keep this all the way real. I know what it's like to be a broke college student. Okay. She does. It, it's, it's hard. You see people out there who get to buy what they want, do what they want, whatever. You know, I'm in a better financial situation now, but like I said, I'm getting my master's right now. I'm still in school. So even I have to budget my money and figure out, and we all go through times to where, you know, money's looking funny and all that stuff. Y'all, just stay disciplined, I promise. Don't run out here and go get a credit card just so you can keep up with your friends. It is not worth it. It's not because your friends are not going to be there when you have to make those uh, payments. Know that. I, I, I challenge all parents to allow your kids to start working at 14. 
That's four years they will have before they turn 18 and become an adult. They will have four years of figuring out work ethic. And a lot of times, and I'm not bagging on anyone, I'm just being honest. A lot of these kids out here nowadays that do not work, it's because they didn't have parents that taught them work ethic or they didn't see it in their own parents. Do you know how many kids are out here that never saw their parents ever keep a job longer than three to six months? Google it. It'll tell you the stats for it. It'll blow your mind how many kids that never got that teaching, okay? Even if their parents worked their whole life, they gave them everything. Mm -hmm. You can't give your kids everything. Material things does not show your kids love. Doesn't. Okay? Kids don't care. You know, it's great to get something whatever. But your kids want to see love from you. They want to uh, feel like they... They matter. They want a hug, kiss on the head, told that, that you're proud of them, speak life in them. That's what your kids want. Uh, the material things, that's just a plus. It's not a, you know, a need. It's a need, not. they need love. They may want things, but they need love. Um, but when you allow them to work at 14, it will show them, okay, this is, this what I've got this amount of money. This amount of hours, I got to work this amount of hours to get to this amount of money, to buy this whatever they wanted to buy or whatever. That's what it'll teach them. That's four years of teaching them how to make those mistakes because that first year they're going to spin, spin, spin. Adrian did it. Okay? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Spin, spin, spin. But the more years that they're working, it will show them how to save because I didn't want to teach Adrian how to save starting at 18. Okay. And there's a lot of people that I see on social media will say, you know, they need, you know, schools need to start teaching um, about credit, money management, and, and other things like that. If the school's not teaching it, the parents have to. If, if, if you're. It's not the teacher's job to teach your kids how to save money. Mm. See, that's the problem, and that's the best part about coronavirus is that people are learning that, okay, with their t those teachers, all the stuff that y'all thought a teacher should do, now the coronavirus and your kids are at home, are you doing the same thing that you thought that teacher should do? Yeah. That starts at money management and stuff like that. That starts at home. Now, in high school, we do have, like, accounting and, and, and stuff like that that people can be a part of. Um, but the the general, they can talk in a general sense. But the a bulk of the teaching is going to come from at home. The bulk of what they learn is, go, is from what they see you do. I've always seen my parents work. I've always seen my parents save. My parents have, you know, since I've grown up, you know, did their best to maintain credit. And believe me. My parents talked to me about it when I was in high school, about what it means to have good credit, what it means to not run up credit cards, not apply for credit cards, not run out here and getting all these, you know, personal loans or, or whatever the situation may be. They've taught me all of these things. Yes. And they've told me, Adrian, if you go do it, that's on you. But you're going to pay for but it. But you're going to pay for it. I can't, my, you know, and no parent can. Parents can't, you know... I guess make you not do it. Correct. But you can warn your child and give 
hey, these are the consequences of it. My parent, my mom did. She's like, you know the story about your grandfather. He paid off my credit cards and I went and ran them back up. And I was stuck back again. You know, those type of things, just kind of putting that little bug in their ear for them to think about later on. Okay, my mama, you know, my mama told me not to get credit cards. My mama told me not to sign up for this. My mama told me not to ramble out my social security number when I'm in when I'm in a store because they might be signing me up for a credit card. Those type of things you think about whenever you're just out in the world. And then now fast forward 10 years later, that stuff helps me with my business expenses. It helps me with my personal expenses. It's helping me save. It helps me do different things so that I can keep setting myself up for financial dynasty. There you go. Your financial dynasty. You want your kids to have a financial dynasty and you want them to have a foundation that when they leave your house, they already are starting to build the financial dynasty. Where does those financial dynasties start with? They start with piggy banks. Mm -hmm. They start with allowance. I've got my pig piggy. Okay. It starts with piggy banks at a young age. Then they have the allowance. They, They have to work. You need to not just give them an allowance just to be given it. Let them work that off, you know, into chores, that type thing. That was good. I'm uh, glad you said that. Mama gave me allowance, but it was only if I did my chores. It was, what, $7 a week? Yep. $7 $7 a, dollar, a dollar for each day. Mm-hmm. So that and that piggy bank, they need to put the money in there and not go running to go spend it on whatever they want. You know, and I think all kids should start with a piggy bank at five years old. Five years old. You should start your kid with a piggy bank because I think at five years old, they'll understand it mm-hmm. and start teaching them at five. Okay. I think that's where it needs to be. And if your kids are older than that, start wherever they're at and teach them how to uh, get them a bank account with your name on it by 13. Okay. And let them learn how to make deposits. You go to the bank with them and you show them how to make deposits. I think you should start that at 13 years old uh, because they need to know how to do those things. I got my first debit card when I was in seventh grade. Yep. Yep. She was 12 years old. Um, well, almost 12. Mm-hmm. Um, she got her first debit card. And the only reason why she got a debit card in seventh grade, it, she didn't get a debit card to keep with herself. Right. She had one like when she was not with us, and she'd go on cheerleading uh, travel team or a softball traveling team. And when she went to Australia as an exchange student, um, that was one way for her not to lose her cash. Uh, so that's why we got her a debit card. But when she came home, that debit card came back to us because we didn't want her to use it. Um, frivolously. I didn't start actually keeping a debit card on me until I got to high school and started working. Yes. Yeah, like so, I mean, I started working two weeks after I started high school, so that's when I really got it. Yeah, so that's uh, that's how we, the stages that we worked on to get for Adrian, And just start teaching the kids how to pay bills, okay? Um, cell phone is a great bill for them to start paying once they get a job, let them pay their own cell phone bill. That's one way you can teach them how to pay bills. Money goes comes in, money goes out. Teach them to pay the bill once once the bill comes in, not pay late fees. But they need to see it in you, mm-hmm. uh, that type thing. Um, and then with their savings account, you know, periodically let them, you know, take some money out of that savings account and go buy something they really like. You know, that type thing. And it make them build even more. 
um, Adrian has a friend named Megan, and I've always been impressed with Megan because Megan can save some money. Yes, Whatever Megan honey, wants, she can. Megan will save that money. She's better than it. me. I mean, she, Megan is diligent, and she's been that way since middle school. Mm-hmm. Okay, if she wanted Juicy Couture handbag, you better believe she was going to save it. I don't think I've ever seen someone my age save money like Megan. Megan is no joke. Yeah. No joke. Uh, but shout out to Megan uh, Turner. Um, that is one big thing that I have to say that I dedicate uh, this episode to you, Megan, because uh, you really have shown me, you know, that at a young age, you can learn how to save money, you know. And so she really did really well. Uh, her and Adrian, Nettie on that path, they, they are in it to win it, oh, yes. you know, that type thing. And so um, it took Adrian a minute because Adrian oh, did yeah. right. She rebelled against it. Uh, oh, when Megan was saving, yeah. she wasn't saving. Mm-mm. You know, but now they're on the same path. So what I say in this episode is get your kids a piggy bank. Let them start work at 14. Don't be the parent that says, oh, well, they can't work because they play sports. Sports doesn't teach them work ethic. Mm-hmm. I played sports and I worked. Okay, so sports is not a an excuse you need to use. Okay, and I know you may not want to take them to work or whatever, but you have to. That's your investment in your child. Show them work ethic by making them get a job. I truly believe that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when they earn uh, a certain amount of money, periodically let them spend a little bit of it, you know, so that that will make them drive them to save even more. And when it comes to credit cards, talk to them about, you know, credit cards and that type thing. Have conversations with them about it so they know what to do, what not to do. Okay. And then when it's time to talk about credit, um, make sure your credit's in good standings before you give them advice on, on credit. And That's if you right. don't know about credit, you it's time for you to learn now. You can correct your credit. I had to do it myself. Correct your credit so when your kid asked you, Mom, do you have good credit? You can say yes. Agreed. Tune in to the last episode of this financial dynasty, um, building your financial dynasty with Yvonne Landis of Talking Tennessee. Bye, guys. Thanks for listening to Talkin' Tennessee with Yavanka. Watch out for our weekly episodes from the first family of real estate. And check us out on the web, www.yavankasalsrealestate.com. See our videos on Yavanka's YouTube channel or find us on Facebook under Yavanka Landis and Twitter at Yavanka Landis. And don't forget to tell a friend about us. Until next time, Yavanka signing off.